Welcome back to the podcast. This is Casey. I'm Jill. And we are two Gen Xers and a microphone. Jill, you know at the end of the podcast when we always talk about where we find our hope and leaving everyone on a high note with hope and happiness? Yes. I thought maybe we could talk about what does bring us joy and happiness and keeps us in that hopeful state of mind and what doesn't. I like it. All right. So I, as you well know, and now our listeners are going to learn, really, really am so happy when I am surrounded by people that are trustworthy, that are honest and authentic, and that they bring that out in me. Yeah. I think what that does for me is it allows me to be myself Mm -hmm. in a trusting environment where I can go all in. For sure. And I, who doesn't want that environment? Especially when relationships mean as much as they do to you and I because we have that relator strength and the ability to connect deeply with people. We want it to be as authentic as it possibly can. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to do it any other way. Exactly. I When I say that, sometimes I think, oh my gosh, am I the corniest person in the world? No, I'm corny too. Okay. Well, you know, that's why we connect. But that's exactly it, is I really don't know how to be any other way, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Oh, yeah. That's, I can only be me. That's right. That's right. So today, though, it seems that lying has become a new standard, at least from my perspective. Yeah, I sense that as well. And I think we have a lot of lost people out there. Mm -hmm. They don't even know their own DNA anymore. Right. And then when they try to share that with someone else, it just makes a cluster of a culture. It does. And it, it makes it very difficult to want to be around people that are inauthentic or that just flat out lie. I know for me, if I consider you a liar, that is probably the worst thing that I can consider for you and your character. That inauthenticity, that inability to be truthful, first of all, I want nothing to do with, but I also, I just, I will likely choose to retreat and just to not have those elements around me. And Jill, you know I am not without fault and that I regularly make mistakes and laugh at myself. <laughs> so I'm not sitting in some you know cloud of piousness. It's that I believe being truthful, telling the truth, not being a liar is a choice. And it may not be easy, but choosing the truth is always right. You know, Casey, it is always right. And when you have conflict and you're torn up on the inside, mm-hmm. it's because you're going against the grain. Right. And you have to show up as you really are. Mm-hmm. And I feel so conflicted when you can tell somebody that they're, you can tell they're lying. And it's like, what are you trying to prove? Do you not love yourself enough? Mm -hmm. Do you not think you're worthy enough? You don't have to make up these lies. Right. It's okay. You know, people will embrace you how you are. No, like you said, no one's perfect. I'm not perfect. You know, will never claim to be. Right. Um, I have things that I'm constantly working on, Mm -hmm. trying to get better. 
But I do know that I can't not be me. Right. And Jill, just like I do, we we both have people in our lives that unfortunately are not as truthful as we'd like for them to be, right? And some of them might even be related to us. They might be an offshoot of a friend group, or maybe they were a part of our connections and we found them not to be so worthy of being in our inner circle because they didn't hold that value that we have. Yeah, it can really do a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. And when you believe what the liar tells you, that is really a mind warp. Yes. And it takes a lot to get that straightened out in your head. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, I'm not the crazy one. <laughs> right. And right. all along, I was fed all these lies. Mm -hmm. And you believe it. And right. you're like, okay, well then let me do this corrective action. Let me do that. Mm -hmm. And then you realize it wasn't me. Because lying is manipulation. It is, absolutely. I think that there is this... I have a healthy level of skepticism. And so... I do believe that there's this underlying need for us to want to trust people and to believe the best in them. But I think my level of skepticism comes with some age and experience. But I think also it puts me in a position to perk up when I hear things that maybe don't sit well with me and that I might need a little more information on before I can truly fully believe, even though it, that goes against the grain of really my need to see the best in people and to want to trust them. Yeah, I will always give the person the benefit of the, benefit of the doubt, but mm -hmm. I will raise my antenna, listen to my gut, yeah. and say, ooh, something's off there. And if it's not serving me, then get out. For sure. So let's think about why do we think people lie? Again, if it's a choice, and you definitely have a choice, you may not like the choices, but you have a choice. Why do people lie? Uh, Casey, I think the first one is because they want to get what they want. Yep, I would agree with that. So they will do it at any cost mm -hmm. to get what they want. Mm -hmm. um, secondly, I think it's, they could be sad, you know. It's a sadness in their life, and so they're, mm -hmm. they're trying to make it bigger and better in some way. And so then the lies come out. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't take long for them to catch up with right. them. And I think along that lines, there's this comparison that happens throughout our lives whether we're comparing ourselves to a sibling or to a friend or to what society says we should be and where we should be. And now with social media, I think we're only living our best lives on social media. And while people are probably authentically posting what's going on, that's just a snippet of what's going on in someone's life. And it is likely the best of it. It's not all of it. And so to some degree, it seems like it is a big lie because nobody has their best day every day. No, no, we are human. And, you mm -hmm. know, for social media, um, 
I haven't posted a lot in a long time and, and I feel okay and I feel good about that mm-hmm. because it wasn't fun. So I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I not enjoying this? It felt like a job or mm-hmm. something. And when I did post things, it was, I would never post anything negative because I don't want to bring people into a negative space. Sure. That does not mean I didn't have unfortunate things you know, happening. Right. Because that's life. It you is. know, that's it. But you know what I love to do on social media is look at the things that make me happy. Yes. You know, but you're right that people hide behind this image and unless you truly know them, mm-hmm. um, you're going to think, wow, they've got everything and I have nothing. Exactly. I want that. I want this. And you know what? You don't know unless you're in those four walls what is happening in someone's life. That's right. And I think we've said it before, if not, we'll say it now, that comparison is the thief of joy. Absolutely. And so why rob yourself of that joy by comparing yourself to other people and then building on to someone else's possibly make-believe, possibly only best life, and putting yourself in a position where you feel like you have to lie about yours to be competitive with them? No thanks. I think sometimes people often choose to lie because they don't want to feel bad about hurting someone else's feelings. And so they choose to, you know, the little white lie. Like this lie Mm. won't matter because I'm sparing someone's feelings or I don't want to look bad by being the person that's brutally honest. And so again, the lie becomes the choice as opposed to finding a different way to say what the situation is without putting yourself in a position to lie. Yeah. And you know, before we do the podcast, we always kind of brainstorm, Hey, what do you want to talk about tonight? Yes. yes. So of course we did that. Took a, you know, a few minutes to do that. And you had some great examples on what to say. Mm -hmm. And you know, one of them was with the baby. (laughs) Right. So the baby that's not cute. Mm -hmm. So Casey, what would you say to the, the baby that's not cute Great question. I would, of course, coo because it's a baby, right? So, oh my goodness. And I would probably be that doting aunt that I am. But I likely, instead of complimenting the baby and lying about the compliment, I would simply turn and say, oh, who does your baby take after? Right? I would just redirect the conversation instead of putting myself in a position of, again, not being truthful. I don't have to choose to be hurtful either. I can just simply ask a different question. Where did the outfit come from? Who does he get his nose from? Oh my gosh, those eyes. You know, I can redirect in a way that never puts me in the spot of saying, you have the ugliest child I've ever seen. It looks like a shrunken old man, right? Whatever it is, which most babies do, let's be honest, right? Right, right. Um, Very rarely is a brand newborn adorable. They get there. Very true. Just not initially. Right. And I think that I have often been the person that people come to because they want that brutal honesty. But I have, as I've gotten older, tried to find my tact and tried to really be like, if someone's coming to me and asking, should I wear this? Should I not wear this? How do you like my hair? Instead of 
going after the easy for me, truthful answer of that looks awful or you should absolutely not wear that. What do you hope to accomplish by this look? Or what are you going for? Do you feel comfortable going in public like this, right? Because at the end of the day, honesty doesn't have to equal hurt. Like that brutal honesty could just be, I'm being honest, but I'm also not making it about me. Yeah, and you know, the word tact came to my Mm -hmm. mind as well. And I love what you just said, you know, honesty does not have to be hurtful. Mm -hmm. Not at all. You know what? I value honest feedback. Mm -hmm. I want that. If I ask the question, then I want the answer. And I'm also very careful who I ask the question to. That's exactly right. You know, I want someone that's going to say, no, you know what? Let's let's go down this other path because Mm -hmm. this is going to serve you better. Right. And I think it's perfectly fine when someone is asking you for your honest opinion of something to put the, that question back to them of what are you hoping to gain? What do you want? Where, why are you even asking? Right. Again, we can do these questions, ask these questions in a way that helps whoever we're talking to have a better sense of where they're going and what they're going after then again it feeding like it I, I don't need it to feed my need to be honest I can say to you Jill like if you come out and you're like okay I have five outfits that I need for you to judge if I can if you're only on outfit one and it is hideous instead of being like don't even show me another outfit I can say okay let's look at the next look and let's do a comparison right right so, and also I think uh, thinking about it may be honest, but it also might just be your opinion. That is true too. And that's why I like to, maybe if it's something like an outfit, I love my summer girls trip. We go to the shopping and mm-hmm. we all just kind of try on these different outfits and we get the honesty feedback. Mm-hmm. You know, there's four of us. So you're getting feedback from three other people. And some of them like to wear things a certain way, certain bright colors, not bright colors. Sure. Um, But in the end, you are getting that honest feedback. Mm -hmm. And that's what I appreciate the most. So, Jill, you mentioned this earlier about sometimes you can tell when someone just isn't being honest with you or they're just flat out lying to you. What do you think those telltale signs are? One, they hem haw yes. around. <laughs> right. It's like, just spit it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, they go on and on. Sometimes it's like, they give you more details. It's like, I just want to know what time it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to know how to build the clock. Mm-hmm. You know? And so they're kind of <laughs> jumping around <laughs> and not being evasive. Sure. I guess is the short answer. I think those are absolutely spot on telltale signs. It's interesting to me when I see that coming, right? Because you can see, like, sometimes, like, okay, they're thinking about what, what what do they do in this situation? Should they be honest? Should they not? I like to diffuse that and say, you're not going to hurt my feelings. So just give it to me straight. Let's just stop hemming and hawing around. What is it that you have on your mind? Mm-hmm. I can take it. And if I don't like what you have to say, it's okay. I don't have to like it. Again, I'm asking you to be honest. So just be honest with me. Yeah, that's a, it's a simple request, mm-hmm. a simple request, and um, something that 
I think shows that you respect the person. Right. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna play above board. Mm-hmm. And what you see is what you get. What I say, I mean. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to doubt that when you're with me, what you hear and what I do is the true me. And that's, I think, beautiful because when we aren't honest, when we find ourselves in a position of making the choice of truth, lie, truth, lie, there are consequences to that. And I think one of the biggest consequences is that it chips away at the integrity that you bring to the table or that you bring to a relationship. And what you're just saying, Jill, about that questioning, is someone going to question whether or not they can come to me, they can ask me, they're going to trust what I say is me being authentic with them. I don't want to put someone in that position where they have to question it. Absolutely not, Casey. And the thing that you don't want to do is chip away at your integrity. Little by little, I think when people tell these lies, they start to believe them. Mm-hmm. And then someday they look up in the mirror and they're like, who am I? Right. What have I created? Do I know myself? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, you've got to be number one truthful with yourself or you can't be truthful with anybody else. Right. Because who wants to look in the mirror and realize that you're the known liar in the group? Yeah. It doesn't take long for you to erode your character. Right. Absolutely not. I think, too, it brings about a question of whether or not trust can be restored. And I know personally, I have a hard time restoring trust in people that lie. I just do. I do, too, Casey. I just, I don't have time for it. Mm -hmm. Because once you're out in that pasture of lies, Mm -hmm. then I really, I don't know how that can be restored because I would always keep you at an arm's length. Right. And that's not the kind of culture I live in and I want to be around. And Mm -hmm. so it's really about, I get to choose who gets to come into my life. Right. And who gets to stay. And that's awesome. And so I am going to create that culture that makes me one, allow myself to be me, allow myself to share all of me, not Mm -hmm. hold back. Um, because I don't need to fill my time with someone that's not being authentic with me. Right. I think, too, within that culture that you're creating that is around trust and honesty and authenticity, you eliminate then guilt. And I think that so often a consequence of lying is the guilt that comes with it either to perpetuate that lie right keep it going asking someone else to be the holder of your secret that is actually a lie right well the secret Mm -hmm. is the truth right but because they're asking you to you know reinforce what they've said and you know it's not truthful and there's a lot of guilt I think that comes with that if you're the recipient and you know and you're you know backing the person who's a liar or I think there's guilt, hopefully there's some guilt, at least maybe it started out as guilt when the person initially started lying and became that liar. Yeah, guilt, like you said, you avoid the guilt by just being honest. Mm -hmm. Don't go down the guilt path. Don't. Um, Because once you start going down the guilt path, 
there's nothing good further down. Then you talk about resentment. Then you talk about bitterness. That is just not a way to navigate life. Right. Jill, before we started recording, you had shared a quote with me, which I absolutely loved and wrote down, that is right along these lines, and it is choose guilt over resentment. And I just so very much appreciate that you shared that because it just made me stop, you know, and think about I would much rather feel a little bit guilty about being truthful Mm -hmm. and did it hurt someone's feelings? Did I not meet someone's expectations that were not mutual? Did I put it out there that I am going to stick to being truthful so that I'm not resentful and that the people that I'm being truthful with aren't resentful with me? Yeah, it's a real mind bender when I heard that quote. Mm -hmm. It kind of made me stop in my tracks. And then to like really contemplate what is it saying. Mm-hmm. And really it's about, you know, catch yourself right in the beginning. Because all that other stuff down the road is not going to serve you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just be up front. Right. Be you. Mm-hmm. Love you because you're marvelous. And, you know, it's okay to not be totally in sync with everyone else's beliefs because you have your own system and your own protocol that you live by. Right. So let's talk about just for a minute or two, what the truth brings us. Ah, freedom. Yes. Truth is freedom. That's right. And you cannot buy that. Mm -hmm. And that is not given for everyone. Absolutely. So embrace it. Embrace Mm -hmm. the truth. Get your freedom. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Absolutely. I think it brings us such a close connection to human beings on that deep level, right? And in relationships, it affords us the opportunity to be our authentic selves without fear, without retribution, with freedom. Absolutely. Yeah, bar none. It's all about freedom. Absolutely. Well, Jill, with that... I think we're going to leave you on a high note with hope. Bye-bye. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at 2 Gen Xers and a mic. That is the number 2, G E N. X-E-R-S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.